0: decidedly Christian, distinctly biblical, and just a little bit nuts. This is Squirrel Chatter. And welcome to the Piney Woods, ladies and gentlemen. I am your Squirrel, the host, coming to you from the ARN studios, high atop the tallest tree in the Piney Woods. It's good to have you with us. This is Squirrel Chatter for Monday, September 19th, 2022. And Squirrel Chatter is a podcast that's dedicated primarily to the public reading of scriptures and secondarily to my thoughts on various topics of today. And today is the funeral of Prince, or <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II, who uh, she the service has already happened at uh, uh, Westminster Abbey in, in London and the uh, Queen's coffin is making its way to Windsor Castle for another service at uh, the chapel at Windsor, and then she will be interred there later this afternoon, or later this morning our time. Uh, The service, it's just coming up on, uh, it's just past 2.30 in London, and uh, the funeral at at, uh, Windsor is going to be at four. So yeah, I have been up since 4 a.m. here, Piney Woods time. And I, I watched the 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 funeral and the ceremonies that have been going on. Um, anybody that's uh, been watching the last couple of weeks knows that uh, I am indeed somewhat of a royalist and... Uh, uh, a great fan of Queen Elizabeth. I, um, I have uh, been saddened by her passing. And so I, uh, we have been in an official period of mourning here at Squirrel Chatter. Um, Squirrel Chatter is a proud member of the Christian Podcast Community. And I want to remind you that you can head on over to ChristianPodcastCommunity.com. Check out all the great curated podcasts that are over there. You are sure to find something worth listening to um, doctrinally sound, edifying, educational, entertaining, and other adverbs of note. So head on over to ChristianPodcastCommunity.org, check out all the great podcasts that are over there, tell them Squirrel sent you. And it is Monday, so we're going to have Monday meanderings after our scripture reading. And our scripture for today is Isaiah 64 to 66, And 2 Corinthians 2. Let us begin, as is our our habit, uh, with the prayer of confession from the 1552 Book of Common Prayer, authored by Archbishop Thomas Cranmer. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. And now our prayer for the reading of the word. Blessed Lord, who hast caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, Isaiah chapter 64. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as fire kindles the brushwood, as fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things for which we did not hope, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. For from ancient times they have not heard nor given ear, nor has the eye seen as God besides you, who acts in behalf of the one who waits for him. You meet him who rejoices and does righteousness, who remembers you in your ways. Behold, you are angry. Indeed, we have sinned. We continued in them a long time, and shall we be saved? For all of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy garment. All of us wither like a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind carry us away. There is no one who calls on your name, who awakens himself to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us, and have melted us into the hand of our iniquities." But now, O Yahweh, you are our father. We are the clay, and you are, a pot, you are potter, and all of us are the work of your hand. Do not be angry, beyond measure, O Yahweh, but remember iniquity forever. Behold, look now, all of us are your people. Your holy cities have become a wilderness. Zion has become a wilderness. Jerusalem a desolation. Our holy and glorious house, where our fathers praised you, has been burned by fire, and all our precious things have become a waste place. Will you restrain yourself at these things, O Yahweh? Will you keep silent and afflict us beyond measure? I permitted myself to be sought by those who did not ask for me. I permitted myself to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, Here am I, here am I to a nation which did not call on my name. This is chapter 65 now. I have spread out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in the way which is not good, following their own thoughts, a people who continually provoke me to my face, offering sacrifices in gardens and burning incense on bricks, who sit among graves and spend the night in secret places who eat swine's flesh, and the broth of offensive meat is in their pots, who say, Keep to yourself, do not come near me, for I am holier than you. These are smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all the day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will even repay into their bosom, both their iniquities and the iniquities of their fathers together, says Yahweh. Because they have burned incense on the mountains and reproached me on the hills, therefore I will measure their former work into their bosom. Thus says Yahweh As the new wine is found in the cluster, and one says, Do not make it a ruin, for there is benefit in it, so I will act on behalf of my slaves, in order not to make all of them a ruin. I will bring forth a seed from Jacob, and a possessor of my mountains from Judah, even my chosen ones shall possess it, and my slaves will dwell there. Sharon will be a pasture land for flocks, and the valley of Acor a resting place for herds, for my people who seek me. But you who forsake Yahweh, who forget my holy mountain, who set a table for fortune, and who fill cups with mixed wine for destiny, I will destine you for the sword, and all of you will bow down to the slaughter, because I called... But you did not answer. I spoke, but you did not hear. And you did what was evil in my eyes and and chose that in which I was not pleased. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, Behold, my slaves will eat, but you will be hungry. Behold, my slaves will drink, but you will be thirsty. Behold, my slaves will be glad, but you will be put to shame. Behold, "'My slaves will shout joyfully with a merry heart, "'but you will cry out with a pained heart, "'and you will wail with a broken spirit. "'You will leave your name for a curse to my chosen ones, "'and Lord Yahweh will put you to death. "'But my slaves will be called by another name, "'because he who is blessed in the earth "'will be blessed by the God of truth, "'and he who swears in the earth "'will swear by the God of truth. "'Because the former distresses are forgotten,' and because they are hidden from my sight. For behold, I am creating a new heavens and a new earth, and the former things will not be remembered or come upon the heart. But be joyful and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem for rejoicing, and her people for joy. I will also rejoice in Jerusalem and be joyful in my people, and there will no longer be heard in her the voice of weeping, and the voice of crying. No longer will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days, or an old man who does not fulfill his days. For the youth will die at the age of one hundred, and the one who does not reach the age of one hundred will be thought accursed. They will build houses and inhabit them. They will also plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They will not build and another inhabit, They will not plant and another eat, for as the lifetime of a tree, so will be the days of my people, and my chosen ones will wear out the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain or bear children for terror, for they are the seed of those blessed by Yahweh and their offspring with them. And it will be that before they call I will answer, and while they are still speaking I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will graze together, And the lion will eat straw like an ox, and dust will be the serpent's food. They will do no evil nor act corruptly in all my holy mountains, says Yahweh. Chapter 66. Thus says Yahweh, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is the footstool of my feet. Where then is a house you could build for me? And where is a place that I may rest? For my hand made all these things, thus all these things came into being, declares Yahweh. But to this one I will look, to him who is humble and contrite of spirit and who trembles at my word. But he who slaughters an ox is the one who strikes down a man. He who sacrifices a lamb is the one who breaks a dog's neck. He who offers a grain offering is the one who offers swine's blood. He who offers a memorial offering of frankincense is the one who blesses wickedness. As they have chosen their own ways, and their soul takes pleasure in their detestable things. So I will choose their punishments, and will bring on them what they dread. Because I called, but no one answered. I spoke, but they did not listen. And they did what was evil in my eyes, and chose that in which I did not take pleasure. Hear the word of Yahweh, you who tremble at his word. Your brothers who hate you, who exclude you for my name's sake, have said, Let Yahweh be glorified, that we may see your gladness, but they will be put to shame. A voice of rumbling from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of Yahweh who is paying recompense to his enemies. Before she was in labor pains, she gave birth. Before her pangs came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? Can a land be brought forth through labor pains in one day? Can a nation be born all at once? As soon as Zion was in labor pains, she also gave birth to her sons. Shall I bring to the point of breaking forth and not cause birth, says Yahweh? Or shall I who causes birth shut the womb, says your God? Be glad with Jerusalem and rejoice for her, all you who love her. Be exceedingly joyful with her, All you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied with her comforting breasts, that you may suck and be delighted with her bountiful bosom. For thus says Yahweh, behold, I stretch out peace to her like a river and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream, and you will be nursed, you will be carried on the hip and played with on the knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so will I comfort you and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. Then you will see this, and your heart will be joyful, and your bones will flourish like the new grass, and the hand of Yahweh will be made known to his slaves, and he will be indignant toward his enemies. For behold, Yahweh will come in fire and his chariots like the whirlwind, to return his anger with wrath, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For Yahweh will execute judgment by fire and by his sword on all flesh, and those slain by Yahweh will be many. Those who sanctify and purify themselves to go to the gardens, following one in the center, who eat swine's flesh, detestable things and mice, will come to an end altogether, declares Yahweh. And I know their works and their thoughts. The time is coming to gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them and will send those who have escaped from them to the nations, Tarshish, Put, Lud, Meshech, Tubal, and Javan, to the distant coastlands that have heard neither that have neither heard my report nor seen my glory, and they will declare my glory among the nations. Then they shall bring all your brothers from all the nations as a grain offering to Yahweh, on horses, in chariots, in litters, on mules, and on camels, to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says Yahweh, just as the sons of Israel bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of Yahweh. I will also take some of them for priests and for Levites, says Yahweh. For just as the new heavens and the new earth, which I make, will endure before me, declares Yahweh, So your seed and your name will endure, and it shall be from new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath. All mankind will come to worship before me, says Yahweh. Then they will go forth and look on the the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me, for their worm will not die and their fire will not be quenched, and they will be an object of contempt to all mankind." Now, 2 Corinthians 2. But I determined this for my sake, for my own sake, that I would not come to you again in sorrow. For if I cause you sorrow, who then makes me glad but the one whom I made sorrowful? And this is the very thing I wrote you, so that when I come, you would not have sorrow for those. When I came, I would not have sorrow for those who ought to make me rejoice, having confidence in you all that my joy would be the joy of you all. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart I wrote to you with many tears, not so that you would be made sorrowful, but that you might know the love which I have abundantly for you. But if any has caused sorrow, he has caused sorrow not to me, but in some degree, in order not to say too much, to all of you. Sufficient for such a one is this punishment which was inflicted by the majority so that on the contrary you should rather graciously forgive and comfort him, lest such a one be swallowed up by excessive sorrow. Therefore I encourage you to reaffirm your love for him, and to this end also I write, so that I might know your proven character, whether you are obedient in all things. But one whom you graciously forgive anything, I graciously forgive also. For indeed, what have I graciously forgiven, if I have graciously forgiven anything?' I did it for your sake in the presence of Christ, so that no advantage would be taken of us by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. Now when I came to Troas for the gospel of Christ, and when a door was opened for me in the Lord, I had no rest for my spirit, not finding Titus my brother, but saying farewell to them, I went on to Macedonia. But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ, and manifest through us the aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. For we are a fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing, to the one an aroma from death to death, to the other an aroma from life to life. And who is sufficient for these things? For we are not like many peddling the word of God, but as from sincerity, but but as from God in the sight of God, We speak in Christ, says the word of the Lord. Now the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now the collect for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always that is righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right. Well, as I said earlier, today is the day of the Queen's funeral. And I have been watching since, uh, since the uh, procession began at uh, Windsor Hall, or Winchester Hall this morning as the body was transported from Winchester Hall to um, Winchester or Westminster Abbey, from Westminster Hall to Westminster Abbey. And uh, there the uh, funeral took place. Then the body was taken by procession through the streets of London and then put in a hearse and is now making its way to Windsor Castle, where there will be another ceremony at the chapel at Windsor. And then... The queen will be laid to rest there at Windsor Castle later today. This morning I tweeted something as I I was watching the, the funeral taking place. And I tweeted, While the Church of England is, in general, an unbelieving church, the scripture is being faithfully read to millions of people watching Queen Elizabeth II's funeral this morning. God's word will not return void, but will accomplish all his purposes. Amen. If just one hears and believes. The Church of England is, in general, an unbelieving church. Um, the, the, the Church of England is, is every bit as bad as the Episcopal Church here in the United States. Um, the downhill slide really began as it has with so many christian denominations with the ordination of women um once you abandon just that little bit of scripture you you begin a slide that uh that doesn't seem to stop until full apostasy is reached and the church of england is an apostate church these days. Not that every person in the Church of England is apostate, but the church itself certainly is. This is why and and the the funny thing is that in the the especially in what they term the global south um you know all through most of Africa um the, the Bible-believing church is the Anglican Church. Um, in the uh, United States, there's a split-away group called the Anglican Church in North America. That's the United States and Canada. These are the conservative Bible-believing Anglicans that split away from the Episcopal Church, which has gone so liberal. But even with all of the apostasy in the Church of England, and primarily because of the liturgy of the Church of England, the Church of England puts a great many evangelical churches to shame in regards to the public reading of Scripture. Several years ago, I heard somebody talk about going to an uh, Evensong service at one of the cathedrals in England. Evensong is a, the, the evening prayer service conducted in song, but there are also readings involved. And this person commented on the fact that he heard more scripture being read at the Evensong service at whatever cathedral he was in 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 England then he hears most Sundays in evangelical churches in the United States. We neglect the public reading of scriptures in our worship. And I, I say that... I, just, it, it is a shame, and it's something that, that the church needs to renew is a commitment to the public reading of Scripture. In 1 Timothy 4, Paul wrote to Timothy, saying, Until I come, give attention to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation and teaching. That's three things that should be focused on in the Church of Jesus Christ. The public reading of Scripture, exhortation, and teaching. The reading of Scripture is, is a simple thing to understand. You open the book and read. Exhortation is, is encouragement to obey the the word and teaching is explaining the word we should as it has been said many many times sing the word preach the word pray the word and practice the word in our churches the the reading of scripture exhortation and teaching is really central to Christian worship true Christian worship and the fact that so many churches have abandoned Scripture reading you know one or two verses isn't sufficient we need to read long sections of Scripture and it is true that in the liturgy of the Church of England there are three lengthy scripture passages every service. There is an Old Testament reading, a New Testament reading, and a psalm. Um, And this is in addition to any music or, or any of that. This is just the the opening of the Word and reading of it. And this is in an unbelieving church. It's Yes, it's done out of tradition, but they're reading the Word. And this is one of the reasons why I am firmly convinced that people come to faith in the Church of England. Faith comes by hearing the Word of Christ. At Queen Elizabeth's service today, I don't know the state of the heart of the people that did the readings today, but the gospel was read. And the message was sufficient for someone to become, if the Holy Spirit willed it, someone hearing that scripture being read could have their heart quickened and their spirit made alive and repent and put their faith in Christ. We need to read the Scripture in our services. And I, I just encourage you, if you are a pastor or a worship leader, set aside time in the service to read Scripture. I just encourage you to do that. We see that pattern for us in Nehemiah chapter 8. This is at the end of the Babylonian captivity as everyone is being returning to, to Israel. The temple is being rebuilt. The, the city is being rebuilt. The walls are being rebuilt. And people are returning from, from exile. We read in Nehemiah 8, And all the people gathered as one man at the square, which was in front of the water gate. And they said to Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which Yahweh had commanded to Israel. Then Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of men, women, and all who could understand when listening on the first day of the seventh month. And he read from it before the square, which was in front of the water gate from early morning until midday. In the presence of men and women, those who could understand, and all the ears of the people were attentive to the book of the law. Ezra the scribe stood on a wooden podium, which they had made for the purpose, and beside him stood Mattathiah, Shema, Ananiah, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Maasaiah to his right hand, and Mishael. Malchijah, Hashem, Hashabanadan, Zechariah, and Meshullam on his left hand. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people, and when he opened it, all the people stood up. Then Ezra blessed Yahweh the great God, and all the people answered, Amen and Amen, while lifting up their hands. Then they bowed low and worshipped Yahweh with their faces to the ground. Also Jeshua, Bani, Sherebiah, Jamin, Akab, Shabbathiah, Hodiah, Maasaiah, Kalida, Azariah, Josaban, Hanan, Pelaiah, the Levites were providing understanding of the law to the people while the people stood in their place. They read from the book, from the law of God, explaining and giving insight, and they provided understanding of the reading. Guess what we see modeled there in Nehemiah chapter 8? The public reading of Scripture, exhortation, and teaching. Now this was a special occasion. This was, you know, normally... You know, this was from early morning until midday. But, you know, that's kind of the timing of most of our uh, church services from early morning to midday. Public reading of scripture, exhortation, and teaching. This is something that we need to dedicate ourselves to. Um, Like I said, if, if, you know, it's something we need to get back to. It is one of the things that, that is commanded of the Church, the public reading of Scripture, exhortation, and teaching. And so, I pray that that will happen more and more in churches, especially churches that really do believe the Bible, you know, that unbelieving churches would do better at the public reading of Scripture than believing churches really is, in many ways, a judgment on the church. So pray for that. Think of that. Commit yourself to that. The public reading of Scripture. Because that is commanded of the church. All right, folks. A couple of programming announcements. Um, This is the last week before I head down to uh, Conway, Arkansas again for early church history with Dr. James White. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and and very much part of me is looking forward to being home from that and not going anywhere for a while. It's been a busy, uh, busy late summer, early fall as I've been traveling a lot beginning just six weeks ago when I was down in Arkansas and, uh, and so I'm I'm looking forward to to staying home a little bit, um, you know, keeping keeping my uh, keeping my trips under five hours away. <laughs> we uh, drove over yesterday. Um, good friend, uh, one of my father's best friends, um, pastor of Crossroads Memorial Church in Great Falls, is retiring next sunday is his final sunday before stepping down and so uh, janet and i drove over there this weekend and attended church there with them and then had a wonderful lunch with them yesterday and uh and we were we were talking about how we uh we both used to have dark hair together <laughs> he uh he was uh, uh our pastor at Trinity Baptist church in Missoula. And, uh, and then has, he was at Trinity thing for eight or nine years. And then he's been in great falls now for 18 years. And, uh, he is retiring and, uh, not leaving the area. Uh, it was, it was fun to visit with them yesterday. He's not leaving the area. He intends to, to do, uh, itinerant preaching. And, uh, but uh but getting out of the regular regular routine, so we uh wish him all the best but it was it was a really good time to worship with them yesterday at Crossroads Memorial Church in Great Falls um, but looking forward to being back with our own church family in Frenchtown this week coming up um, so yeah, so anyway, I've got to. Get ready to go. Um, Be leaving a week from today. Um, By this time next week, I will already be on the road probably for a couple hours. So um, that will be soon. So I am looking forward to that. But uh, this week I have to pre-record two weeks worth of episodes. They're just going to be audio only. And they're just going to be the Bible reading only. I'm not even going to do a Theology Thursday or Federalist Friday. I'm just going to do the Bible reading for two weeks to keep us up to date on the Bible reading. And when I return from Conway, we will resume our regularly scheduled programming. So that's just to give you a heads up that starting next Monday, you're going to have two weeks of pre-recorded audio-only Squirrel Chatter that is going to be simply... Um, the the scripture reading for the day, but the uh, scripture reading is the most important part of the program. So, I hope you will join me for that as you continue in your Christian walk. Uh, I appreciate you being with me every morning. Um, do subscribe to the podcast on uh, Google Podcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Do subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and, and leave a comment. Um, I, I, it's it, Just reading a comment helps with the algorithms as far as getting everything, uh, getting the, the podcast out there. So you can find us on, on all the major podcast uh, sites. Just search for Squirrel Chatter. And uh, thanks for being with us today. See you again here tomorrow. Remember, please, to do the things you ought to do. Don't do the things you ought not do. Whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord. Take care. God bless. Squirrel Chatter is recorded in front of a live studio hamster.